right? This is Josh T. Franco interviewing Juan Capistran at his home in Los Angeles on August 20th, 2020 uh, for the Archives of American Arts Pandemic Project. So Juan, thanks for taking some time to tell us what's going on in your life. Uh, we're trying to kind of paint a picture of the um, impact on the arts of things that have happened since March. So how have you been since March? Uh, thanks for having me here, Josh. Uh, it's always a pleasure talking to you. Um, it's been an interesting time, interesting ride. Um, I was actually uh, installing a piece for a group show back in March. Uh, that same evening, the city of LA announced the first uh, stay-at-home order. So it was pretty interesting, um, you know, being in the gallery installing work and then as soon as we left and got in the car and turned on the radio um, we heard the news and we knew like that week leading up to it that, that people were already talking that you know the city was going to get shut down but it was pretty intense uh, the following days just how quiet uh, the city was and how um, this kind of real uncertainty was in the air uh it still is right now i think um but yeah it's been uh, it's been uh intense time um you know it's as an artist it's it's weird not going to galleries and museums and events and seeing um you know your peers out and about um you know the i still get to go to the studio but um, not a lot of work is being made. <laughs> there's been a lot, there's a lot of thinking about work, which is not very different from my practice anyways. Uh, <laughs> I, sp I spend a lot of time um, thinking um, outside of the studio and, um, but, you know, projects have been placed on hold uh, because uh, upcoming projects, shows have been postponed and, you know, who knows if they will happen, if they will be rescheduled, everything's still up in the air. Yeah. Um, so, you know, right now it's just about thinking about future projects and trying to envision um, if these things will ever get off the ground. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's been weird. And, uh, and it's also at the same time, it's kind of weird to, to think about art you know, during these times that are just so, uh, you know, mind-blowing at times where you just like can't believe that this is really happening. Um, yeah, know. have you, um, have, as the other thing that's marking this time is this technology, like we've never done oral histories virtually. Uh, <laughs> have you found that like things that were postponed or canceled, have they been replaced by, have you gotten a lot of requests for Zoom-based events or virtual events? Yeah, which, you know, I, I'm not the most social person, but I find myself missing these in-person uh, gatherings and events and, you know, um, so yeah, this virtual world that's been created is, you know, it's, it's, I don't know, I, although like, you know, we, we all, have our phones and we we're on our laptops you know we we do a lot of things online but 
I, I'm, I find myself really missing this like in-person mm -hmm. um, meetings and conversations and, you know, um, bumping into people here and there. Uh, so yeah, so like this, like even this conversation is still like a little awkward and, you know. <laughs> I was thinking about not just your work, but you. And I was thinking about punk shows and what happens to punk shows now. Probably yeah. they're just not happening, but afterwards because of the real physicality of a punk show. And I thought you might have. Yeah, it's like you know, like I said, it's it's there is something to be said about these um, kind of impersonal, personal moments that one shares with like close friends and complete strangers. You mm -hmm. know. Uh, they're like our whole way of being has completely been distorted and we've had to uh, really change how we navigate um, our current situation, our current lives. Mm -hmm. um, you know, at home, it's just me and my wife, Hazel. And, you know, we, we're best friends. We're, we, we've collaborated on projects. Um, so, you know, we've been really good at home, mm -hmm. um, but still, you know, one of the things that we would do uh, on a weekly, sometimes two, three times a week is go to the movies. We seriously watch films all the time. And that's the one thing I think we're really uh, missing. Yeah. Like going to the theater and just like fully, um, you know, being, like into watching like a giant projection or something mm -hmm. um so yeah it's um i don't know i don't know what's gonna happen in the next couple months next year if we're still gonna be in this situation and you know that's kind of if you if you think uh about the long game um that's really i don't i don't know how the art world's going to uh you know recover or or how it's going to what it's going to morph into, um, you know, because even right now, like there's a, there's a couple of galleries in town reopening for uh, like by appointment. There's a lot of virtual exhibitions happening, um, but it's, it's had a tremendous impact on us all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if, uh, you know, if people are just going to stop, you know, uh, I don't, I don't know a lot of galleries are going to close still it's uh it's kind of uh really a, a lot of things are up in the air yeah it's um hard not to be just anxious <laughs> these <Yeah>. days <laughs> and that's um, just like and that's just like in the art world and you yeah. know like the rest of the the uh, the world life is like even crazier <laughs> Yeah, that's, uh, that's, yeah, the bigger context happening in 2020 is important. And our secretary, Lonnie Bunch, just said, you know, he's clearly identified a dual pandemic of COVID-19 and also um, surging racism and especially anti-Black racism. Yeah. And that's, that's a particular topic in a lot of your past work. So I wonder, and also just as an Angelino, like how have you observed what's happened in LA as a city? Um, has it made you go back to work you've done before? You know, it's it's kind of uh, it's bittersweet, I guess. You know, I've I've been dealing with these issues in my practice for you know twenty years or so. Um, you know, last year I I started 
a series based on the LA, like the 92 LA riots. So, um, and it's an ongoing series that I'm still working on now. Um, so, so yeah, when, you know, when the murder of George Floyd happened, it was, it was shocking, but at the same time, it's like, you know, again, you know, it's, it's sad that, um, this cycle continues and, um, you know, it's, it's these issues that have been very important in my life and continue to be, and, um, it's hard work, um, you know, sometimes I felt like a lot of the, the subject matter that, that I referenced in, in the work kind of, um, didn't matter in the art context, like say like 10 years ago with some of the projects that I was doing, uh, there were, you know, stories or issues that, uh, some people might not find interesting or, um, you know, or didn't see the connection between art and social justice. Um, or talking about racism and, uh, and, you know, but here, like, you know, again, we've reached this point where like these issues have pushed themselves to the forefront, you know, and people that on their day to day, um, never thought about, you know, how people of color are treated or experienced the world are now, you know, it's really in their face. And, you know, it's, it's, it's great to see that people are really calling things out and becoming proactive. Um, you know, but I feel, I still think we have a long way to go uh, to resolve and, and like really grow as, as a culture and as a society. Mm. You know, so you know, I'm, on one hand, I'm excited to see a lot of people being more vocal and, and trying to, you know, and this is with artists, uh, I've seen artists, um, you know, pose these questions on, about themselves and their practices, like, how can I be more uh, proactive when it comes to these issues? How uh, can I incorporate these issues in my practice? Um, and I think that that's a, a great place to, to start now you know, to be more socially conscious, I think. Mm -hmm. Do you think that will find its way into, um, like, at literal curriculum in art school? And you think about how art artists are trained a lot. You know, I think that's one of the things that, you know, institutions really have to uh, really look at their student population and, and how the, the outside world is changing. And, you know, as an artist, we're supposed to be the vanguard. And uh, if you have an institution, a school that, um, you know, the, the majority of faculty is white, that is from a different generation. I don't know if how equipped they are to train the younger generation and next generation of, of artists and designers. You know, I think um, changing curriculum and um, you know, I, I wonder, I look back at my education and I think I did most of my, uh, learning outside of the Western canon by working in the school library. That's how I discovered a lot of artists of color, um, that, you know, 
we weren't learning about in class. You know, we, we did, I think I was fortunate enough to be at Otis at a time where the faculty was very diverse. Um, and they brought in a lot of uh, artists and talked about a lot of contemporary artists that were of color. But, you know, I think after I left my year, I don't think other students had the same opportunity because, you know, pretty soon uh, the faculty went back to being predominantly white. Mm -hmm. So I think I, I learned um, a lot of these artists being in the library, finding a catalog for one exhibition, and then, you know, doing research. Um, but I think, um, you know, that's probably not, you know, one of the most effective um, ways. I think, you know, visibility and having an instructor that um, that is of color sometimes really makes a big difference to, to some students. Um, you know, I, I personally, you know, I went to grad school to work with Daniel Joseph Martinez. That was the only uh, program I wanted to go to is because I wanted to work with him specifically and specifically because he was uh, Mexican-American from LA and the type of work that he was making, um, I felt the connection to. Um, so yeah, I think, you know, uh, institutions, you know, uh, art schools, schools, even museums, you know, have to start addressing um, these issues also and becoming really inclusive mm -hmm. and really diverse. Um, you know, and, and I understand it's, it's a, it really is going to be a challenge and I think you know, there, there is a lot of uh, call out for this change, um, you know, whether it will happen in the next few years, decade, you know, 25 years from now, who knows, but I hope, I hope, you know, that the wheels have been set in motion. You know. Yeah, oh, those conversations are definitely happening. They're interesting. Um, we're, I'm also curious about what isolation is doing to, art, to artists, uh, so I'm just, and I guess the best way to frame it is like, has your relationship to your home and the place where you live changed, spending this like quantum leap amount of extra hours there and with Hazel? You know, it's, it's kind of weird because um, I thought I was gonna be like insanely productive. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not that it's been complete opposite, but it's, it's I've found it really hard to to focus and concentrate on things. So it's made it more difficult <laughs> to work. Um, you know, like my book pile of, of books uh, have gotten uh, larger and larger. Like it's, I have three books that I've been trying to get through for the past couple months and it's not happening. Mm -hmm. um, I start and stop working on these projects um, because you know, just sometimes it's, I start having this, this bigger converse, uh, conversation about like, does it even really matter sometimes making art, you know, mm -hmm. like what is art with a capital A really doing right now at, in these times? Like, is it more important to, to focus my energy on uh, other bigger pressing issues? Um, and then 
you know, and then I find myself like, you know, having another conversation where it's like, you know, of course art matters. Like, what am I doing? Like, you know, I have to get back in, you know, the quote unquote studio and like, you know, really figure out, you know, what has it, what I'm doing as an artist. Again, it's like, I think, I think I do that a lot anyways. Like every few years I kind of, you know, have these conversations with myself and with Hazel about like what it means to be a contemporary artist and what are my responsibilities and, you know, who am I uh, to the rest of the world, you know, my community, um, you know, what are the conversations that I, you know, I think are important and we should have. Um, you know, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, like I said earlier, like, I don't, I'm not the type of artist that works in the studio all the time. Um, I, I've always worked at home um, also, but uh, it's, it's been, it's been difficult and, and you know, hard to, to get situated or grounded uh, in these times. Um, and I don't know, I keep thinking, you know, what are we like? we're already in August, I, I thought by now, like, I would have, like, you know, been, like, uh, acclimated to the situation, or, or I also was, like, you know, maybe we would have already been kind of jump-started back to kind of uh, where we were, you know, uh, before, uh, but, you know, it's, I know. <laughs> I know. So this here's the last question. Um, you're maybe still too in it to answer, but I wonder when you look back, what will be the kind of feature uh, that was changed or added to your practice that will be a direct result of 2020 <laughs> with all its events? You know, um, we, we closed, Hazel and I closed our project space last year mm -hmm. and we had talked about uh, reopening or uh, starting like uh, phase two of it at the end of 2020, like fall 2020, we were going to um, start up again. And we talked about doing like, and this is before the pandemic, we had talked about like uh, focusing on publishing online, like doing projects online. Um, you know, just collaboratively with other artists, other designers. Uh, we talked about this kind of virtual presence. And now, personally, I kind of really miss the, the physical space that we had, the, the openings and, mm -hmm. and, you know, when we would have friends and artists, designers come and visit us. Um, so I think, you know, for 2021, I think I'm going to push for Mondehana Cell to reopen physically. Cool. You know, you know, another, you know, and we still don't know. I don't know what kind of space that will be, but uh, I think um, creating again a hub or nexus or a space um, that we can all congregate to, to share ideas, um, you know, I, I, I miss that. I, yeah. I miss, I, I really, and I think I find it really surprising that I miss it. <laughs> yeah. When you were preparing to go virtual anyway, yeah, this turned yeah. you off of it. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Um, 
you know, and, and for us, it's, you know, like, it's not even that we miss the crowd. I think it's like, even if it's just one person, you know, mm -hmm. that we have like a really interesting and meaningful conversation with. I think that for me, it always, um, you know, makes it worthwhile. Yeah. Well, I visited the first one and I'll, I'll look forward to visiting the next one in person. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Juan. Thanks, Josh.